Get him. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage because everything is better in Bottomland and Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's up, buddy? Man, lots going on at the shop, lots going on all over the place. Lots, lots going on. We got a great guest today. Yeah. Do you want to introduce himself, or you want to give him a little introduction? You want to introduce yourself, or do you want me to introduce you? Hi. <laughs> Hi is your name? Oh, Trip. I'm Trip. Um, <laughs> on on here real quick. Here on a spring break, helping yeah. out around the shop. Yeah. Which is, by the way, awesome. Not resting on your laurels. That's right. So moving some skids around. Just you just rode the tractor for a while and mm-hmm. set burned some boxes. What else have you done today? Set the grass on fire. <laughs> Nice, taking after your dad. Yeah. What else? You glue up some pot calls. Yeah. Yeah. He's been productive. Good. Spence, Spence asked, who wants to drive the track in about, he got about track, and yep. his trip was, I do. Yep. And so he got there and been moving everything around, so. So anyway. you said you just got back from Florida, mm-hmm. and you said we went up there, but you meant we went down there. Who's the we you were referring to? Uh, Keelan, Weston. Spence, me, R.T., Dawson, I think that's it. Ian. Ian, yes. Yeah, we hunted with Ian and Al mm-hmm. down there. Pretty cool. Do you remember what part of Florida you were in? No. Kind of no south central. Okay. Like, yeah, you were. You probably were asleep when we drove through that part of Florida because it was a thunderstorm on Friday when we drove down there. Remember, it was oh, yeah. really hard. Mm-hmm. What was the terrain like? The what? The terrain, you know, like the, the uh, landscape. It was a peach farm. Peach? Orange farm, sorry. <laughs> Orange Grove. Orange Grove. How tall are those trees, you think? They were about as tall as the ceiling in here. Yeah. They weren't tall at Not all. Not tall. <laughs> I was really surprised with oranges, too. I thought they'd be way bigger, like big trees, and they're just like these oh, little no, yeah, yeah. shrubs, yeah. Mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And what did they tell us about the turkeys in those orange groves? Do you remember? They some tur- some of the turkeys roost in the orange groves. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And they can like, almost hop to the he, limb. He told us a story about a guy shot a turkey right out of the roost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he kept hearing it drumming and drumming and couldn't find it, and then all of a sudden his eyes focused and it was like four trees from him and he was perched <laughs> on a on a low branch. I mean, like six feet off the ground. He'd have walked on top of the head and yeah. grazed it. Yeah, for sure. So, well, tell us all about it. Okay, so we drove down to Florida, and it was a thunderstorm. We were just driving down there, and Daddy made Keelan and RT, wait, no, just RT, RT drive, and we finally got down there, and we, we ate Mexican. Yeah? It wasn't that good. I mean, no, bleh. It was very good. Um, 
good cheese dip. It was nice. And yeah, thick. it was good. We punished those chips, didn't we? Oh yeah. I mean, we ate like six bowls. Uh huh. We ate a ton. Yeah. And we got done. We went to Walmart get some stuff for Harry and Lloyd. And who is Harry and Lloyd? RT and and uh. RT is Harry and Dawson's Lloyd. And why did you name him that? Why did uh, Weston name him that? Because we, I, I knocked Dawson's hat off on the way down there, and he had no hair. Didn't know. So you that. named him Harry? No, named him Lloyd. Oh. And because RT has a lot of hair, we named him Harry. You don't remember? You don't know what that reference <laughs> comes from. You don't know who Harry and Lloyd are. Mm-mm. There's a movie called Dumb and Dumber. Oh. And so. Mr. Keelan called him Harry and Lloyd, and y'all just, it's stuck. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember why we went to Walmart for we Harry need, and Lloyd? They didn't bring anything to sleep on. Yeah, that's true, but. We forgot the air mattresses. Well, that's true, too. All that's true, but <laughs> the plan was to get them a hotel room, because we were staying in this small house. Oh, really? But we got down there, and all the hotels were booked, because they had some huge rodeo in town, big Dang. cattle country down there. Yeah, so we're sitting at dinner, and I'm like, I pull it up on my phone, I'm like, booked, 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 booked. I mean, it was booked 20 hotels deep. And I was like, uh, so y'all are sleeping on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and got some air mattresses and, and cheap so, sleeping bags, huh? Yeah. So we got back, and we all just kind of sat around, me and Weston wrestled, and finally got time, we went to bed. And then we woke up, 4.15, we... When turkey hunting, it was about 6.45 maybe, somewhere around there. And we start hearing turkeys gobble. And so they just, they this one turkey, one strutter just kept coming, ganging yards well, the first two fast. times I heard him gobble, you didn't hear him. You were asleep. I was dead. Yeah, because we had yelped a few times, mm-hmm. didn't hear anything on the limb. But, uh, and so you kind of dozed off because we were really early. Remember that? We mm-hmm. got in there, we were... 45 little, minutes before dark. Yeah, a little more early. Yeah. And, uh, what was it like hearing your first gobble of the season? It that was, was awesome. It was awesome, but the first two times I heard him gobble, I wasn't sure it was a turkey. Like, it mm. was so far away that I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. and the wind was blowing pretty hard out of the south, like a 15, 20-mile-an-hour wind, which made it noisy. And I, after the second time, I, I, both times I told Dawson, I was pretty sure I heard a turkey gobble, and he didn't hear it. And the third time... It was a little closer. Hold up, hold up. Whenever we got in the vine and we got settled down, as soon as we sit down, Dawson pulls out his tobacco, and it stunk so bad. (laughs) You don't like the way tobacco smells? It smells. Yeah, it does. Are you glad that I don't chew tobacco? Mostly just because you don't ride around spitting it in the truck. Is that gross gross to you? Yeah, it grosses me out. I'm glad you're saying all this because I feel like in a few years – you're going to need to be reminded of this conversation. <laughs> well, and the fortunate thing is we'll have this little sound bite <laughs> yeah, from your be, own lips. That's right. Um, so we were sitting there waiting on it to get light. He gobbled a couple times. And after he gobbled the third time, I woke you up. Because he, he was getting really close. Mm-hmm. And you had called a few times before that. And so had yeah. I, but nothing. And And after he gobbled that third time, I woke you up. And by the time you kind of like came to, I said, hey, there's a turkey gobbling. And he gobbled and you heard him. And you went, oh, I oh heard that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So then what happened? Do you remember? I, I yelped at him with my mouth. No mouth call, just my mouth. 
Give us a little and rendition of that. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's what you can't see is all the heads of everybody, everybody in the, in the warehouse just, just turned down. Yeah. Drake went into full So so after Trip had called a couple times on a box call and he called once with his mouth before he fell asleep. And so when he woke up, when I woke him up, I said, there's a turkey. And he gobbled and he heard that he was close. And I said, do you want to yelp at him? And he said, yeah. And I said, do you want to use your box call or your pot? And he said, I really want to yelp at him with my mouth. And I said, okay. Frankly, I didn't really want him to, but in full disclosure, you know, it's a kid hunt. And I didn't want to tell him no. You know, I'd asked him if he wanted to yelp. And he said, yes. So what happened when you yelped? He gobbled once. And then... A few minutes later, I yelp again, and he gobbled twice. Mm. He double gobbled, cut trip off. <laughs> he yelped with his mouth, and Dawson and I were just like, no way. So, again, you're not using a call. You're, you're doing that again, just yeah. like oh, yeah. natural yeah. voice. Yeah, and he put a little cut, cut, ow, ow, ow. put a little cut in there, didn't let's, you? Let's hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. And so he double gobbles. And when he double gobbles, he's clearly coming. I mean, like in we've gone now in 90 seconds yeah. from two, I think I might have heard a turkey gobbles too. He's a lot closer. Wake trip up to double gobble at trip's mouth yelp. And all of a sudden, I mean, it's like it's happening so fast. 30, going, 30 seconds later, he goes, yeah. get on the gun, get on the gun. Yeah. And he just. Well, I had just gotten it out of my mouth after he double gobbled. I said, this turkey's coming. We had a strutter decoy. Yeah. We were where two roads kind of tee. Oh, and this decoy looks real. It like, does look it's real. Incredible. It's a solid decoy. We bought yeah. a Higdon strutter because it's a little bit smaller body. Mm. And we don't ever hunt over strutter decoys, mm. I mean, ever. But Florida turkeys are really aggressive. They love to fight. And every, every time I've hunted a Florida turkey, I've kind of had them get weird with Jake decoys and stuff. Mm. But the couple times that I've hunted with a strutter, I mean, it's just they like go a slam nuts. Belt. They go nuts, and so you know, with hunting with a kid, you know, the idea is let's get a good clean shot, get yeah. the bird to hold still. It's thick in that orange grove, and so I took a strutter specifically so we could try to get a good, you know, clean shot. And so after he double gobbled at trip, I said, "You need to get on your gun, get set up," you know, and because he was, you know, kind of half cocked and asleep, you know, and and there were. Four million bazillion mosquitoes. It was bad. Oh, the and it was are terrible oh. down there. Yeah, and, and I, I felt like I was going to miss the darn because turkey. Dawson was, was spitting out the back window. The wind was blowing out of the south. Dawson was spitting tobacco out the window, and so all the t- all the mosquitoes were getting blown in there. And it was like a it was like a trap. We were like in a yeah, it was, mosquito trap. It was impressive. You look like you're in one of those things that's got the wind tunnel. You're trying to grab all the money, but it's mosquitoes. And, you know, it's a dome in that little tent. So once they get in there, they don't fly out. They go straight up. up. You know, so the ceiling, (laughs) we're sitting there, like Trip would touch the wall and, like, all of them would come off the ceiling, you know. I only touched the wall once. That's all it takes. Yeah, I said, don't do that again or I'll break your finger off. (laughs) (laughs) But when he double gobbled, I told Trip, I said, you need to be on your gun because when we see him, He's going to be right on top of us. And, I mean, no sooner did I get out of my mouth. I'm holding my box call in one hand. I'm holding my phone in the other hand because I've, I've been just kind of, you know, surfing the social media and texting. Yeah. I mean, 
And so I'm holding both of them, and all of a sudden I see him coming, and he is trucking through this full under, strut, under just a few, coming right out under a few orange trees. God. And I said, "Get on the gun, get on the gun." And what did you do? I got on the gun, sorta, sorta. <laughs> and this this mosquito comes in right by me, and I'm like, <laughs> he puts his hands on the gun, but he's like, his head's not down on the gun. He's like. He starts looking over there, and I'm like, quit looking for the turkey. Get your head on the gun. Get your head on the gun. And then you saw the turkey, and you pointed at the turkey instead of at the decoy, but he's trucking right to left. So I was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 point at the decoy. Point at the decoy. Get ready. Get ready. Oh, my goodness. And when they close that fast, you never know, like, how long this is going to last. Sometimes they run up, they bump it, and they just, they're yeah, gone. Yeah, like how long you know? they're going to be in that point of yeah. engagement. Yeah. And I mean, it's literally only been, like, 30 minutes. Like, yeah. We're, not long. Not yeah, long at all. Not long at all. And and so he gets up the decoy, he walks like four circles around it, and then he just lays it on him and just fights with him. Knocks his fan off. Knocks his fan off. At least it didn't break it because it's just... Yeah. Um, Do you remember where we found that fan? Yeah, sitting right there. Right where? People listening can't it see was, what you just pointed at. True point. It was in the warehouse just like right behind where we're sitting. At the new shop. Yeah, what we, the new, what we call the new, new shop. shop. And that yeah. was that that actually not one that y'all had. It was uh-uh. left over from yeah. whenever. Yeah. So when Mr. J. W. Brown passed, his wife sold the property, mm-hmm. and the man who bought the property never got a key to it. He bought it in a tax exchange, tax sale, sight unseen, and so it's been sitting. This building has been sitting here since 2015. Mm. I had to pay a locksmith to get in the front door. I mean, he had to drill the lock cylinder out and put a new cylinder in. And, uh, and one of the first things we found in the room that will, it, I mean, we're sitting in what will be the acrylic shop yeah, where the CNCs will be. And, and there were a bunch of shelves because this was a small engine repair. This particular bay was a small engine repair. And there was a old turkey fan. And, I That's mean, if you awesome. know me, I like my turkey fan, so I wasn't taking a turkey fan off the wall or out of the freezer for us to hunt with. Yeah. I was like, man, what yeah, a perfect, half, how cool half it would be. The, yeah. Half the turkey fans in the freezer are mine. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Look at them go. There's a few on the wall that are mine, though. I know, but but uh, all of my turkey fans are still in the freezer. Yeah. But can't they come out by now? Yeah, we can clean them. It's not like we haven't been doing anything. We've been a little busy, but. I know, I'm just saying. Spring break. Yeah. My point, though, about the whole fan thing is that I didn't. We like our fans. When we kill mm-hmm. a turkey, we always cut the fans off and we cut their feet off, oh. and we clean them. and And so we, I didn't want to waste a fan on that strutter decoy. That, that one strutter decoy. So we and thought, hey, let's get Mister JW's fan. That's pretty you know, cool. How cool would that be? And I mean, thirty minutes into the hunt, yeah. So he makes a couple circles around the decoy, and then what happened? Uh, you yelp, and he sticks his head up full strut, and I just shot shoot him right in the throat. I mean, throat punched him. <laughs> awesome shot. Did you have a sight or an optic on your gun? It was just it was my duck hunting gun, and no sight. So just old school, down the barrel bead. Mm-hmm. I tried my best to get you to shoot an optic, but he wouldn't do it. He said, "Nope, I'm just." Shoot. It was it was mostly just because the, the stock, because I didn't want to shoot with the stock. Yeah. It, it, the pistol grip, you mean? Yeah, pistol grip. Yeah. yeah that's a good gun. You've killed it's, a bunch of turkeys with it. but I like my pistol grip, but it's heavy. It is heavy, and you wanted to be able to 
move a, around. A have a sling on your gun so that if we needed to get out and run and gun, you could do that and put it across your knee. And mm-hmm. that pistol grip is really heavy. Hmm. It's got a long barrel um, on that gun, but your youth model gun is shorter, more compact. So Was there even a choke on my gun? Did you put a choke <laughs> on my gun? I did not put a choke in your gun. I thought I had a choke for your gun. You're going to get me in big trouble with Mr. Bobby and Trey. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I I thought we had a uh, a choke for your gun, but we don't have a choke for this youth gun. We need to get one. I might have one in all the stuff I picked up from Mr. Bobby the other day that we can put on there. So, um, but you, I have you shooting kind of an open choke, what's so called a modified choke. Duck hunting, I, it's easier for me to right. kill on. Exactly. And so I haven't put a real tight choke on the end of your gun for turkey hunting because I'm not going to let you take a very long shot for one thing. But also, a super, super tight choke is going to be a little harder, a little like you got to aim small, miss small, you know, and so I wanted to increase your chances and give you the best odds. So the decoy was only at about 20 or 25 yards. 25 yards. Yeah. And I wanted you to have a nice pattern that was, you know, 10, Decent. 15 inches across at that distance. And so we walk out there, and I, my eyeballs about popped out of my head. Sucker's a double beard. Double beard, yep. Huge spurs. He's a big one. I'm out of my mind. Like, he's huge. <laughs> Losing it. He yeah. was big. He had big old long legs, and when he come running up there, he I mean, he's as big as an eastern. And Osceola's are typically pretty small birds, but he was beautiful, wasn't he? Dark black. and mm-hmm. um, He was really wet, like just came out of the tree. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Luke was talking about, too, is you could see the water on the birds and mm-hmm. shimmering because they're getting off the tree and walking through all that grass. Mm-hmm. Trying mm-hmm. to get there. Like he funny. was soaking wet. And he I was guess really it was wet. from all those trees, the, mm, the, dew. the dew on the trees, because he didn't really flop. I mean, he, we'll have to show the video, but I mean, he, he kind of postured beside the decoy, and you picked a perfect time when he lifted his head up, and so he was completely and totally erect. Yep. And I mean, you put it right where it needed to be, right in his throat. Well, he just. On Saturday morning, keep in mind, East, y'all are in Eastern time zone, but I get a text at 6.04. That's the video from your cell phone. Yeah. That's of it. Yeah. I was like, golly, y'all haven't been there 25 got minutes. And yeah, it was already got him. So that was, that's, I like waking up to that. I've woken yeah. up to a couple of your birds getting texted by him. So that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, we tried to call, it was 648. We tried to call granddaddy. And it was, was 548, it was 548 at, at home. Yeah. yeah. We tried to call your mother and she was on her way about to leave to go to Fort Worth to see her aunt and uncle. So she talked to us for a minute, but she was. She couldn't even asleep. see because. <laughs> It it was still dark. Yeah, it was dark. That's so. awesome. Did you have a good time? Mm-hmm. What's next? We're going to get it full by. Oh, uh, yeah. South Dakota and South Carolina. Okay. So what happens if you kill one in South Dakota? Grand slam, baby. <laughs> That'll be your last. So you've killed three of them? Mm-hmm. Which ones? Osceola, Eastern, and... Which one did you kill in Kansas last year? Do you remember? No. Rio? Oh, Rio. Yep. Man, it was... Remember he had white bars on the middle of his fan? Mm Mm-hmm. It was hard to get them in in Kansas. Yeah. The numbers of turkeys is just down in Kansas in that area that we went to. But we got one. Yeah. So the Merriams will be your grand slam. Yep. 
And is that what Weston has left? Mm-hmm. So the, the deal on Florida is a couple of years ago I told Tripp that if we um, – I can't remember where we were in Tennessee, but I had told you that if you killed one during the regular adult season in Tennessee – I think it was at – Granddaddy's? Uh, it, yeah, it was at Granddaddy's either where we usually hunt or on the Duff property. Yeah. I had told Tripp that if he if he hunted hard and killed one, he killed one on the youth day in Tennessee that year, and I told him that if he hunted hard and killed one during the adult season. This was with, with that, Weston, too, I think. But no, he, he already he killed part one. Of that. I told him that I would take him to Florida. And and then we I applied a couple of years for the draw and didn't get drawn. And after going down and looking at some of the public, I thought it was just a little too tough. Pretty gnarly. Couldn't find an outfitter and – so one thing led to another, and Ian has a friend that is a part of a big orange grove down there, and he invited us just kind of out of the blue back before Christmas. And so um, Tripp and Weston have been together for multiple Easterns. They were together last year in Kansas when they both killed their Rio. They were together this year when they killed their Florida we're, bird. They're we're turkey a, brothers. Turkey brothers. <laughs> Jimmy one and Jimmy two. <laughs> <laughs> but um, – Yep. Actually, it's Jimmy and Timmy. Mm, gotcha. Are y'all going to get to go together to South Dakota, though? Yep. Yeah. And yeah, South Carolina. Yep. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I think so. Are we flying to South Carolina? No, we're going to drive okay. if we don't run out of money between now and then. <laughs> Fuel is unbelievably expensive. Five forty nine for a gallon. Is that what it was in Florida? That's what it was. That's what it is in Somerville. I didn't see it on the way. I in this filled morning. up at the Shell station on for, on Thursday afternoon. Thirty oh. gallons cost me a hundred and sixty five dollars and change. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it is unbelievable. I mean, it's, I went. It's oppressive. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean just the a, other a day. first class plane ticket's less. <laughs> you're right. Not you're not joking. I mean, just the other day, I saw I saw something that was three three eighty something somewhere, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey man, that's cheap. You know, mm-hmm. but like it's crazy how your head just shifts yeah. to like. Even 380 is like I a know. deal all of a sudden. I know. It's crazy. We were talking about, you know, the Keelan and I were that at these kind of prices of diesel fuel, if it doesn't change. It's going to make everything. We're, we won't be able to do Canada. I mean, you're talking about a, a $6,000 fuel bill probably. At least. The way we do Canada. I mean, it'll be just horrible. Mm. Um, and you can't just fly to Canada. I mean, like, you've got to have all those decoys. Yep. All the guns, you'd have to get like four more of those big plastic gun cases. Yeah, you're right. It would be almost impossible to fly everything, all the gear up there. You're right. Unless unless you like had somebody, private jet. Yeah. Or who, who had access to a C-130. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> think we could charter Will, one of those. Will, Will doesn't know that. The <laughs> United States of America is a little occupied right now. Yeah, no kidding. They're using that C-130. I just didn't know if they ever occasionally, you know, did favors for, you know, <laughs> those who honorably served. You know. Drop a crate out. <laughs> so <laughs> We could learn how to parachute and just, thanks, Will. <laughs> just do a low opening drop yeah. of all of our decoys yeah. in the field. Um, yeah. Yeah, take that dive bomb. Yeah. <laughs> We're dropping <laughs> decoys. Oh, man. So, what's you're on spring break this week. What? You're, are you on spring yeah, break this yeah. week? Okay. So, what's your plan for the week? What are we doing this evening? Taking my turkey to full body mount it. Yep. Do you know the guy's name? Have I told you? I don't think so. We're going to go see my friend Ryan 
I'm gonna get his name, his last name wrong. Sears, I think is how you say it. He's in Paris, and he's wait, really wait, talented. Wait. Paris? Paris, Tennessee, not yeah, oh. Paris, France. I was like, Paris is not two hours away. Yeah, you're right about that. I do appreciate how chill you are that the idea that we might just be going to Paris this evening after work. But, uh, and then, well, I'm pretty chill about that because I don't really like Paris. I'm not a Paris guy. Not a Paris guy. I'm not a hippie. Oh, okay. <laughs> what uh, What about tomorrow? Do you remember what we're going to do tomorrow? Forgotten. No. You were kind of dazed and confused sleeping last night in the truck when I was telling you the plans for the week. Yeah. We're going to go visit some dealers with Trip Hodges. So we're going to go into Cape Girardeau in the morning. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then we're going to West Plains. Is is it that those stores? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so that's that's uh, that's tomorrow. Then Wednesday, do you know what we're going to do on Wednesday? Another store? We're going to hunt Wednesday morning. Okay, yeah, in Mississippi? Yeah. I think, yeah. Hit the old public land. I got drawn, which means I can shoot and you can watch. Whatever. I'm serious. <laughs> it's the law. <laughs> That'll be fun, though, man. <laughs> I've never really. Maybe you could yelp me at one up. How about that? Deal. You call and I'll shoot. Deal. Deal. Tell you what, between uh, Trip being able to mouth the album and then you got Luke over there gobbling. Oh, yeah. The two of them would be quite a pair in the mm-hmm. woods. Yeah. Yeah. You got a good, speaking of gobbling, can you give us a whole rendition? Like, can you yelp and cut and then call one up and then gobble and do the whole? Mm-hmm. All right. Give us your best. Good job. <laughs> Take me hunting Wednesday morning? Yeah. Go to my spot? Uh-huh. Do you have any spots? No. Okay. <laughs> so we go to my spot, you're going to call? Yeah. Great. Can I tell you when to shoot? Uh, I'm not promising. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, he's good enough at that. You might just need to, like, you know, sell that out for $50 a day. Triple Whenever you're ready. Triple come yeah. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. <laughs> That's funny. Thursday, where are we going? Thursday, do you remember? Uh. Another store? Yep. Remember where? No. Marks in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, okay. So they're having their turkey day down there. And we are going down there with Trip Hodges and with um, some of our other buddies. I think you're going to meet us down there. And then Friday. Which buddies? Um, I'm trying to think. Aaron, I think, is going to go with us. And maybe some of our friends from down that way might come see us. Keelan might depending on work, come see us, and uh, we might get to see Mr. Adam Campbell while we're down there. I don't know. We'll just have to kind of fill that out and see. But our friend Jason Hart from Nomad is going to be there. Um, I don't think I've ever met him. One time I think you met him at NWTF when we were oh. when, when you were driving the tractor around at NWTF, and, mm-hmm. and that lady kind of had the meltdown and got upset that you were driving. Bullhead. Jason was over there. He was laughing at her, laughing at you, getting in trouble with her. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. So we'll have there'll be a bunch of industry friends there at Marks on Saturday, and then Friday we'll go hunting again if you want. Are we um just walking around, or is it? Are we having a booth at Marks? 
Um, well, it's an in-store promotion, so it's more like kind of hang out by the calls and talk about calls and introduce ourselves and meet people and that kind of thing. It's not really a booth. We're helping the store sell their inventory. So, yeah, that makes sense. So then Friday we'll probably hunt in Mississippi again if you want. Um, I'll be on the gun again, and you can be on the yellow. You know what? That'll be fine because whenever you're doing that thing during Tennessee turkey season – I get to shoot. The youth hunt mm-hmm. in Tennessee? Yeah, that's true. That's eh, good. You're right. It's a good trade-off. Yeah. All right. And then Saturday, we're going to Kentucky, Paducah Shooter Supply in Kentucky to see them. They're a big dealer. And you and Maddie are going to go with me up there. And then Sunday, I think we're done for a while. And I, I think we're going back to school Monday, maybe. Yeah, you're you, you love school. No, I don't. <laughs> well, so we got a big week ahead of us, huh? We got to go dump that turkey this afternoon with the taxidermist. That'll be cool. Yeah. How are you going to get him mounted? Um, I want him strutting and okay. gobbling, and I want to be able to see his double beard. But I don't know if I want them on the ground or on a tree Hmm. or limb. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. It's a pretty cool mount. Don't let anybody in your family accidentally let it end up on the crematorium assembly line to get into the cremator. His turkey was in the freezer at the vet clinic, and the people came to get the dogs that are going to get cremated, and they got the turkey instead. And so all of a sudden he couldn't get his turkey mounted because it was in line to be cremated at the funeral home. <laughs> he had to go and, and rescue. My it. brother managed to go run and grab it off of the off of the off of the line. It's do, now. Do it, they call that a Hearst the vehicle that carries? I don't know what they call it for <laughs> for dead things. I know what they call it for for people, but I don't know about things. But yeah, Doctor Death yeah. <laughs> taking the dogs. But uh, yeah, I should be getting my mount here pretty soon. Nice. Who did it? Um, a fell out in Selmer who's I'm oh, so yeah. I'm Kirk's buddy. Kirk's buddy. His yeah. name is totally Yeah, escaped me too. I'll just add it in there later. Yeah. But no. It'll it should be I don't know, he said about a year. Huh. Coming up on it. Awesome. Well good. Trip, you got anything else for us? No. Not Have you really. eaten lunch? Do I need to feed you? Your mother's out I of town and catfish. Aaron got me some store nice that's your jam thank y'all for getting me lunch by the way <laughs> everybody here had lunch today but me that is true and everybody had awesome food today and i think y'all are just rubbing salt in my wound it's like pretty Spence much doesn't normally eat lunch so. yeah we have our own group text and we <laughs> plan that <laughs> totally plan that yeah i mean there was subway in here so i'm not i'm not drake a subway story. fan drake goes to the sonic bull market and gets like a Some smoked kind of bologna sandwich with whatever sock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was talking about Miracle Whip. <laughs> you so. know what we haven't done? We haven't put cameras up. You're right. We, we need, need to, to do, do that. that. Are y'all going to do cell cameras or? We've got some of both. But, man, we've been so busy working. We just normally get really them out the first week of February. And yeah. Just hadn't, but. Yeah. I'm busy with school. Yeah, you're such a good student. I try. <laughs> hey, that's all we can do. Yep. So, well, congratulations on your turkey, young man. 
Thanks. Proud of you. Made a good shot. Nice job yelping. A great shot. I'm that really, was a no doubt about it. Yeah, throat punch. Good shot. Yeah, we're going to have to get you and Luke Oswald and Weston on the podcast together when we go to the Low Country Invitational. You'll have to have all your your jokes and be ready with all your witty one-liners because you, you and Luke and Weston can tell stories on the podcast. <laughs> That'll be something. That'll be something to write. <laughs> That'll be something maybe, sure. maybe uh, you might also want to check the box before you send it with us. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'll make sure you get all your stuff out. Still haven't found out why there's a bra in the case. <laughs> we know nobody knows. Nobody knows. I still think it's your fault. My fault? Yeah. You planted it. You're the one that has big man boobs. <laughs> oh man. Jeez. Rough crowd. Jeez. Jeez. Well congratulations. He's on that keto now though. Yeah. Congratulations on your turkey. Proud of you. Thanks. Hope you yelp one up for me on Wednesday. I can do that. All right. That would be awesome. Sounds good. You got anything else? I don't think so. I need to go back to bed. We traveled 15 hours on Friday and 15 hours yesterday. <laughs> got home about 1 o'clock, so we're both kind of just like blitzed. A little <laughs> Dragging. dazed and confused. Mom's not to, home, we so need we to go get good. We need to go get some of those five-hour things. Five-hour energy. Teak store. Probably. Um, so, <laughs> we completely forgot. I, when I say we, I mean I completely forgot. There was another kid on this trip yep. who, in fact, killed a turkey. Fact. And so, um, you know, as we as as a I sent trip to pack turkey calls the other day and sent you back to do whatever it is that you do in the <laughs> yeah. media department, which, by the way, your sign's gone. I don't know if you noticed in the yeah, office. The I, sign's gone. The office is gone. I don't even know what no, you did No, the office has moved. You've been, right. you've been promoted, right. to, the, We've been to, promoted the, to the barn. To the back house. That's right. That's right. Uh, no, but um, I More just climate had, controlled over there. It, a and little, got, a little, not much. Not <laughs> a much. little bit. It does have Wi-Fi. You know, a cable television, cable television, which we have not turned beds. on. Beds, beds. If you need to take a nap, I can't believe y'all hadn't turned the TV on yet. You know, actually, you know, you're you're pretty like forward thinking on a lot of this like work life balance, and this is like the Google of the outdoor world because we've got the place over there. We've got beds. We can take a nap. It's all this kind of like yeah. You know, half porch of y'all you can are living. On. You got a I fridge mean, full of beer. I will say this. Half of us are not living there. Half of the staff has lived there oh, this okay. calendar yeah, year. Yeah, 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 you're right. Has at one point definitely shacked up for a little bit. So, yeah, check this. You talked about forward thinking, and sometimes sometimes I am very, like, awkwardly kind of see the future and, and don't really know why. And Yeah. And sometimes I'm just wrong about things. So it, it's not always right. But when I built that barn, I wanted to have a place somebody could sleep. No, that was huge. And I and and Lindy thought that was the dumbest thing ever. And we argued and argued and I finally I was like, "Look, I just want people that come through here to have a we didn't that's not true. I shouldn't say we argued and argued. We didn't because she is very gracious and lets me basically do whatever I want and yeah. she's used to these crazy ideas that never come to fruition." Do you normally this, make a beeping sound when you back up like that hard or <laughs> just kidding. Well, I wasn't being I mean, no, I'm only I'm backing teasing, up I'm because teasing. I I exaggerated no. arguing and arguing and and we don't have that kind of relationship um we have the kind of relationship where i daydream and come up with these elaborate crazy ideas and then she just rolls her eyes and goes with it and some of them come to fruition and some of them turn out to be terrible ideas and some of them you know uh you know yeah there's i know exactly kind of what the, you mean. the proverbial throw stuff on the wall and what, sticks, what sticks sticks yeah yeah 
But so when I built the barn, I'd never had a place to put stuff and it'd be dry. Yeah. Like my hunting stuff or my lawnmower or anything, you know. I mean, so I thought, well, I want to, I'm going to build this place. And then I initially I was going to do it with gravel floor. And then I was like, ah, I probably should do some Church concrete. it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, I had it in my head. I just wanted to insulate four walls and just, just literally make it a place where somebody could crash if they needed to. Well, that turned into a man cave and thought, you know, what a cool place to put your taxidermy. And cause I mean, nobody's wife really wants like four full body wild turkeys in their living room. I'm just, I'm just you know? trying to get one in the house. I mean, right yeah, now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, or, or a couple deer heads sure, or an sure. elk head or, or any other number yeah. of things that you amass, you know, in this industry. Right. I mean, I mean, I get to go hunting for a living, so I come across, random well, people things give and, you like little tokens and little yeah. things on trips and, and like my call collection that's sitting in cardboard boxes i mean i got a hellaciously awesome arkansas yeah. duck call collection and yeah. i've got turkey calls people have given me as gifts just things that like i'm not bragging i'm just saying no, that just in the grand scheme of things yeah. lindy doesn't want to decorate her house with those things and i don't blame her i, I don't, don't particularly want them on the yeah. on the fireplace mantle or on some you know, in a guest bathroom collecting dust where yeah. some weird nice dude's in there a taking a leak <laughs> and, like, messing with my turkey call collection. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, like, so it's a win-win. But well, and there's also that sense, too, where you want you want there to be a little bit of separation between your work and everything else. And, exactly. You know, as, as great as it is to have people come in and everything else, it's nice to be able to exactly. insulate, you know, exactly. everybody from that and them from you and well, the rest like, of it. like, eat together. Yeah. Yeah, eat together, hang out. But then, like when it's my bedtime and it's your bedtime, it's time like to go to bed. let's let's you know, yeah. I don't plan to sleep in the same room as you tonight. You <laughs> exactly, <know? laughs> exactly. Because um, so you're trying to take care of everything. That kind of really came about. I mean, I'd been wanting that for a long time. There was a place that we hunted in Murfreesboro when I was a kid. It was my uncle's best friend in medical school. He had a, a barn and he kind of sectioned off this little corner of it and he put two little bunk beds. And so my earliest turkey hunting memories, we went there. They had turkeys. We didn't have access to private land turkeys around here. And so we went there. It's where I killed my first turkey. And uh, there was always just a, a couple little bunk beds. And they came, like, the top part came off the bottom part. And so it was, it was pretty outside. We'd take the tops off and Walk we'd put them, them on the porch. That's you know? awesome. And we'd sleep outside. And, like, that was fun. And I always thought, man, how cool would it be to have one of those kind of places my that people yeah. have that same kind of memory of, too? And then in 2020, when COVID hit, Chasing Spring was sort of really getting going for mm-hmm. us. And Pender and Lovey had a couple trips fall through. Well, they ended up coming and staying at my house for like 10 days. And, I mean, we hunted every day. We <laughs> hunted my stuff here right. in the river bottoms. We hunted LaGrange. We hunted uh, Mississippi a bunch. They had a place down there. And um, it was a blast. But, like, the fatigue, I saw it on Lindy. It was like I mean, it was like we were running an outfitter operation. We were up every morning at three thirty, you know, and then we'd hunt till dark, and so we'd end up eating dinner at yeah. late at eight nine o'clock, and then you know five or six beers later, everybody's like, oh, gotta go to bed. Well, the kids, they they didn't have school, you know, but they were doing it virtually. Yeah, but like having two other hunters in the house yep. and a it cameraman just changes the dynamic. Changed the whole yeah. dynamic exactly. Yeah, and so. They, my family enjoyed having them there, but 
it was like fatigue from just having them there all the time. Yeah. Yep. And so I, I mean, it's the I, same thing at the holidays. It's the same thing. Exactly. You love everybody exactly. and you want to be with them, but exactly. you're like, there's a reason you live there right. and we live here. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And so all that being said, I just kind of was like, I've got to have a place where people like this can sleep. And man, since I built that barn, it took a little bit, but last fall when I got it kind of finished and, and yeah. conditioned, air conditioned and whatnot, the guy who, who owns the neighboring farm beside me, mm-hmm. um, he deer hunts. He comes almost every weekend with his buddy. He's 83, and his buddy's 67 or something. Man. But they come. They stay in the barn. They leave their four-wheeler there during deer season. They take it home. And then RT came to work in January, and he started staying there until he found a rental house. Yeah. And now Drake's driving back and forth from Hazen, and his wife works like one week on, one week off. Yeah. So on the weeks that she's full on, on yeah. he's been staying in the barn. And yeah. it's got a dog pen behind it because – I mean, so it's just, it's been neat how it's it cool worked how out. It's, it's met a lot of needs, in, and especially while we're getting this space set up, it's good Yeah, because we don't have internet here. No, and, and it, so, but it's also, and we also have equipment that we don't need to get dusty or wet yep. and all that stuff, so it's yep. good to be able to go over there. Yeah, and we, in fact, now we've rabbit trailed for yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, I was about to say, we're kind of, <laughs> we're kind of way in the weeds. While, while, we, while we rabbit trail, so the front of the office where everybody stays yeah. is where you and RT have officed now for couple of weeks yeah. got good internet and everything in there and russ has set the laser engraver up in there well well i showed up the other day and i just saw that there's the, now we got like oh we got another person yeah in here. yeah well now uh, russ and i talked about this morning we got to have a place to set we've got a whole bunch of pots that we machined before we broke down the wood shop to yeah. move it here yeah like a thousand Oof. okay well, we got to do the final sand on all that stuff. And that's going to happen. We're going to do them. that in the barn, not in the front area, but we're going to raise the garage doors, oh my put a big goodness. box fan on it. Why not? Heck and yeah. then get a blower and just blow it out. I got 40 by 40, you know, with a 20-foot ceiling. That's, I mean, that's perfect. That's no, what it's there for. It'll be, a, it'll be a good place. We don't have electricity here for a sander. I mean, <laughs> we can barely run a couple, you know, I was pretty know, nervous talking in the podcast yeah, board. you should be. Just go yeah, our our electrical panel here. We need to document that, by the way, with uh, yeah, the photograph definitely. before. When we were putting in the fire extinguishers, I was talking to my friend Doug, who does them, and I said, "Listen, that we probably need one over there by that panel." Because oh, yeah. you were telling me every now and then it kind of. If gets you stand shabby. over there and get quiet with nobody else in here, it's like. This sounds like the bugs ever. Oh, a hundred percent. And I've just about narrowed down which one of the breakers it is, but I was about to say we probably need to get that worked out before we put a bunch of inventory in here. What do you reckon? Oh well, I mean that's the first thing that's going to happen is three phase power for the awesome. CNCs. So, um, but I mean again, we're talking about a building that's set empty for seven, eight years now, and we're I mean, in pretty good shape, as all things considered. We're we're yes, we're in good shape. So we have two outlets that work, and we got all of our electricity running to some floodlights on extension cords. We don't have internet, so I'm Jason and I are shipping orders from our laptops that were Bluetooth hotspot. Yep. The, yep. the the inter, you know the the internet whatever from from our phones. Yep. Because and and we've got Comcast has been ordered, but they're telling us it's going to be another thirty or forty days before they can install it. Anyways. It's kind of Comcast mo, but. Uh uh, anyway, so, a, so I think we were going to talk about... <laughs> yeah, there was another kid who killed a turkey. <laughs> all right, thanks for joining us for another episode. But, no, I'm kidding. But, so anyways, so after, talk, yeah. Yeah, after we all split up the other day, I got to thinking, I was like, man, I can't believe we, we got so mesmerized by Trip yelping. Yeah. Trip wasn't the only kid that was yelping on this hunt. And so uh, 
I, I sent you a text and I was like, hey, before you leave town, we got to record a second segment to this. So here's the addendum part B. But uh, so kind of our, our turkey goal for this spring, and I don't want to jinx it, but uh, we're trying to get the boys there. Round it out. Round out their their yeah. grand slam. And this is the this is Jimmy squared. They both call each other Jimmy. So Tripp and Weston have kind of they've they've been they've been buds for a couple of years now. We go to the beach together every summer and um I guess this was our third summer to go to the beach together and uh and then they hunt together a lot and so um They've killed several turkeys together. Last spring, we went to Kansas together, and they both killed a, a Rio. And so we'd, we'd planned to take them to Florida this year because he had invited us down there. Keelan and I, had, before Florida, we had planned already to take them to South Dakota. Yeah. So our plan was last year after they killed the Rio, we were Keelan had told Weston, if you kill a Rio, I'll take you to South Dakota next spring. And so when Tripp killed his Rio, Weston killed his first. So Weston and Keelan were with us when Tripp killed his Rio. That's right. So when Tripp killed his Rio, we're up there high-fiving, fist-pounding, eating Oreos, taking wild turkey shots. And Weston starts doing the ninja chop and was like, we're going to South Dakota. And Tripp goes, I'm going with you. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> so, I was like, there's a lot of promises that get made in, in enthusiasm. So, You're like, yeah. we got to make good. Yeah, and, and Keelan and I are both like, Okay, I mean, you know, <laughs> twist our arm. You know? I'm going with uh, you. But uh, anyway, so we had South Dakota kind of. We didn't have the dates picked out, but in our mind, that was we were going to take the boys, yeah. and we weren't trying to knock out a grand slam. We were just trying to chip it off, you know, one at a time. And so they got a Rio last year. They got a, uh, you know, get them a Merriam this year. Well, then Ian invites us to Florida, and so which is just awesome. Which How was cool incredible. Is that? And Keelan, yeah. so Keelan called me one day, and he's like, "Hey." If the boys kill in Florida, and we in fact take them to South Dakota, like they'll be done with their Grand Slam this year. Mm. I was like, dang, I hadn't really thought about that, Keelan. But you're right. So it kind of it turned up the intensity of we got to get this thing done. So we had we had Florida, you know, tentatively planned, but the idea was we'd all we'd go down there together. It's Keelan's house is on the way, so we went down on Thursday night, picked up Keelan and Weston, and then Friday morning drove on down. So we're down there hunting. It's Orange Groves. Trip kills his turkey right out the gate. Keelan and Weston were set up right next to a big roost. 12, 15 hens, a couple jakes, and clearly a couple of gobblers. Yeah. Hens all flew down right into this pretty little opening where they were at. The gobblers flew down and kind of went another way. They were all discouraged and whatnot. And then the gobblers just decided to come back. So 15 minutes after Trip is killed – we're sitting there celebrating and just kind of talking about it, and um, we hear a boom. He's a mile and a half to our west, and I text Keelan, and uh, and I said, "Did y'all shoot?" Because I knew it was on the orange grove. The orange, this orange grove is huge. I was about to say a mile and a half, and you're still in the same piece. Oh, it's way bigger than that. It's a it's wow. a giant quadrant. Okay, so I texted him. He doesn't text me back, and I'm like, "Uh oh." That either means they killed and they're celebrating or it means they missed, you know, mm -hmm. or they didn't. I, I just didn't know. So we're sitting there, sitting there. 30 minutes goes by and Keelan calls me, which I'm like, oh, that's not good at all. Because if he'd have killed, it would have been a FaceTime. Yeah, or, or a face picture, time, yeah, yeah, or a text back. He calls me. He's out of breath. And he's like, man, I'm about to have me bring a beer. I'm, I'm going to have a meltdown. I was like, what's the matter? 
And he said, man, he said, these two gobblers, he said, it ended up being three of them. We thought it was two on the roost, but he said they were at 15 yards. And he said, one of them was strutting, one of them was, you know, just kind of feeding, and the hens were all around, jakes were all around. And he said, we watched it all unfold. And he said, Weston shot, and the bird just dumpster dives, started flopping, doing the whole gig. And he said, when he, when he hit the ground, he had his head up. And so I went to get out of the tent to go, you know, wring his neck and make sure he was dead and whatnot. Weston's shooting a 410 single shot, by the way. Uh, he said, I got up there, he said, I, no sooner did I get out of the blind, which, as a side note, watching Keelan Samples try to crawl out the window <laughs> of a ground blind is one of the most amusing things in the world. <laughs> I've got a pretty incredible picture of Keelan crawling out of a panel blind yeah. when we went spec. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. I mean, he's he, a big man. He's a big man, and those are small windows on those oh, little big gosh. ground blind. I can stand up in my ground blind. Keelan stands up in ground blind. looks like, you know, like Jabba <laughs> the Hutt his waddling around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he comes oh, through the window, man. and the turkey just jumps up and just hauls tail takes off and uh i mean we review we look back at the footage and i mean the turkey just he run looked like a road runner ends up it looked like he just shot him right across the back and just barely i don't even think it's a mortal wound at all yeah we looked for the next two hours got out and grid searched and never found hide nor hair of him and we ended up so we finally gave up and we watched enough video footage to feel good about the fact that turkey's going to survive. They roost in these little orange yeah. groves, trees, and they're short. I mean, he can hop into the first tree limb, you know, and then the second tree limb. He'll be all right. So while we're looking, we are on the brink of like, okay, if he's gone this far, he's going to live. You know, we hadn't watched all the footage. At that point, we made this decision. And so we we're trying to decide if we should, like, just pack it up and go eat lunch and yeah. Of course, Weston's discouraged and, you know, pouting and trips tired because he's killed and his adrenaline's crashed. crashed. And he's, <laughs> he's just asleep <laughs> in the sunshine, you know, and we're tired that and hot adrenaline at this point. Kick your butt yeah. when it comes back down. So, so at that point, we are, we're, we're walking up and down these roads. Yeah. Rows. And we get to the end of a row and look down and, like we're so we were we were four or five wide going down these roads, and then we'd pivot and go this mm -hmm. way. So the person that was on the far right end stayed on the right end. Yeah. Well, we we walk we make the sweep at like a turn row. Yeah. And go to come back, and there's two strutters down this road. Oh gosh. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa! Everybody hold up, and we look at them, look at them. They're they're 150 yards, and these orange groves are thick enough that you can't see like at 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 you know, waist height, three feet off the ground. You can't see underneath these trees because mm -hmm. one row is low and one row is high for drainage and all this stuff. And so it's really thick. It's yeah. open. It's, it's open, open if you look down, but if you look across. Yeah, and if you look across, it's open, but because the trees are at different level, it's only open like for one row. So mm. four rows away, is it might as well be a brick wall right there. You can't wow. see it. So we were really close. These turkeys didn't even know it. Yeah. So bottom line is, Keelan's like, Weston, get your gun. You know, y'all get ready. RT was in a purple T-shirt at that point. He had throws his camo on. And so they go, they go marching down and get 70, 80 yards from these two strutters and, and get set up. Mm. Ian and I go about 100 yards behind them. And our thought is we're going to get back there and we're just going to call a few times and get these turkeys headed their way. Yeah, get them in between you and the turkeys. Yeah, and, so yeah. we sit down, okay, and Keelan and Weston sit down. So you got you got two strutters, Ke Keelan and Weston, and then us. 
Well, we sit down before they do, and we text back and forth, and they're in position, and we know they're close and all that. Well, Keelan yelps, and the first time he yelps, he gobbles, oh, cuts gosh. him off. And when he gobbles, two Jakes start yelping halfway between Keelan and us. And so Keelan has turkeys <laughs> on two sides of him and us on one side of him. So now we can't yelp because if we yelp, these Jakes are going to come to us. Yeah. I mean – and they're right in Keelan's lap. Well, he yelps one more time, and here he comes. Strutter comes. Mm. And, I mean, he's breathing fire. And he gets to 20 yards, full blown-up strut, big old fire engine redhead. He's got another long bear behind him. The jakes and the hens start coming in from the side. So Keelan, big Keelan, who's as big as an orange tree, is sitting at the base of an orange tree. Weston's in his lap, and RT's one tree behind them, mm-hmm. and there's a gobbler breathing fire at 20 yards, and Weston's going, Daddy, I can't see him. I can't see his head. I can't see his head. Keelan's going, Son, <laughs> shoot the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> this goes on for an hour and a half. No. They call the bird back three times, and every time he kind of gets in the about in the kill shot spot, Weston's down low, and because these rows, like one row's high, one row's low, like the change in elevation at 20 yards, Weston can't see him. And Keelan and RT are both just like, I mean, you could take an orange and throw it and kill the turkey, you know, at this point. (laughs) He's so close. Well, so anyways, finally, like the third time, he kind of eases off, and he gets a little further off this time, and and there's a huge storm about to blow in, thunder and lightning, and it's thundering, he's gobbling, and it's any moment the bottom's going to fall out, and Keelan's like, my nerves are shot. You know, he's like, I got to have something. I got to have a beer and smoke a cigarette, and, you know, like, I need to recoup from this one. Yeah. So they get up and ease out, and Ian and I and Dawson, we've taken a nap. We've eaten a six-pack of oranges. We've we've been sitting back there listening to all this go down. We've been 120 yards from the gobbler. And so every time Keelan makes a noise and he gobbles, we've heard him come closer to him. Like, we've watched the whole di- – listened oh, to the man. whole deal unfold and taken a nap. Tripp's been asleep now for two hours, you know. So <laughs> fati- as a lot had happened before noon, you know. <laughs> so so we we uh we we went back to the house, we got some lunch and yeah, sat down in the shade and the and sure enough the rain blew in and when it blew in, buddy, it was that that big cold front was coming with yeah. that rain. Yeah. Man, it, I bet it rained two inches in an hour. I mean it just rained angry Ooh. rain, you know. So man, we kicked the gobbler loungers out in the garage and had the garage door up, trips bird hanging, and and we just sat there and drank beer for about an hour and a half and let the let the boys took a nap and it was great. Told stories and blah blah blah. So about one thirty, two o'clock, the storm blew through yep. and um and Ian had several other spots and so he said, you know, we we really ought to, you know, Keelan, you and Weston need to get in there early. You never know when they're gonna come through. Yeah. And uh, so they're like, great. So about 2 o'clock, they go get set up, Keelan, RT, and, and uh, Weston. And uh, they sat there for a while, and it was hot. It was Well, it was warm in the blind for mm-hmm. them, you know, but it, everything was wet, and it just rained, so it was kind of that muggy. muggy the yeah. temperature was still falling, yeah. So uh, about an hour, hour and a half goes by, Weston's starting to get bored. and um, Weston and Tripp are both at this age where – they have heard us do it enough and seen us do it enough. They really don't want our help. Yeah. But they're also, like, not capable of just going out there and doing it themselves yeah. completely. Yeah. They're close. 
I, there's some adults that they know more than. <laughs> you know? I'm sure, yeah. But, just being but, around it, yeah. But, you you know, knowing what we know, you don't really want to just hand them a call and be like, hey, go ahead, yelp your turkey up. Mm-hmm. But they want that so bad. Oh, man, you get it, yeah. And so as a parent, like, what I want is not just for my kid to pull a turkey at it and, and kill one. We've done that nearly 10 times now, you know. Keelan's done that. What I want is for him to feel the pride of, like, I yelped that turkey up to that spot right there, and he died because yep. I yelped at him. Yeah. And so that was kind of how Tripp and I's morning had started with that, do you want to yelp at him? Sure, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, Keelan and Weston are doing the same thing. And so Weston's getting bored, and Keelan's like, you know, you want to you want to yelp at, at the turkey and hadn't seen anything, you know, and all that. And Weston was like, yeah, sure. So he takes – I think he had a slate and he starts yelping and and <laughs> Keelan tells the story so much better than me so I wish he was here telling it but he said uh he said you know how you can tell when kids playing with a call and they kind of start to lose it, their attention span and it goes from like yelp 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 like a good it goes from a good cadence to like yelp 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 he said he said it got to be this monotonous tone and he said i could tell he was just doing it like out of the motions and not really thinking about what's a hen sound like and then he cut a few times and he said i like i hit him and was like cut that out because it went from yeah turkey sounds to just like a kid making noises yeah and he said he looked at me and kind of snapped back and and, and i was kind of like hand me the call <laughs> he said he said he kind of pulled it away cut a couple more times Keelan <laughs> reached up and he said son i'm gonna whoop your tail and and he said quit making that noise you're gonna scare a turkey off and he said just as nonchalant as he could he handed him the 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 slate call and he looked out the window and he said there's a strutter and then sat down in his seat. He'd been standing <laughs> up. And Keelan goes, whatever, and looked over to his hard left. There's a strutter out there. <laughs> there was a strutter at 20 yards. Had been listened to all that. That's incredible. <laughs> and so Keelan's like, God almighty. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, so, Art, him and, so it's Keelan, RT, and Weston Weston's in the blind. Weston's having to calm Keelan down Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Keelan's flipping out and, and you know, oh, got to reposition this gun from straight ahead all, out the, the window. three of them in one blind is quite that's a, a lot that's of humans. That's a visage, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of humans. Because Weston ain't small in his own right, no. you know. But so the gun was pointed out the front of the blind, and this bird appeared straight left. Yeah, and so in those in those little ground blinds, you know, for a kid, you you open the front hole, mm-hmm. and and he's got it on a tripod because we had a because he had a decoy out, but this bird was you know 190 degrees to his left. Yeah, there's no hole in the blind right there, so RT's trying to get the camera off the tripod and look through the mesh. Uh, what, Keelan's trying to get the gun off the <laughs> tripod and spin it left and the bird is so killable that there's it's not like you can just wait for him to see the decoy and walk up to the decoy or something like no, that he's I mean, already he needs to die that. right there he's yeah. in that spot and one step he's behind an orange tree and he's gone and there's a big palmetto bush in front of him and so so imagine this nightmare <laughs> imagine this there's the, the 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 pole that the two the poles that make an x yeah that support the frame keelan puts his he grabs the pole and makes a fist weston re- lays the gun across the end of the gun on on, on his, his knuckles fist. yeah he's going to shoot through the mesh because there's no hole there but he can see it's it's that clear mesh you know that you yeah, can yeah, see yeah, through yeah, yeah. but if they open the mesh 
It'll spook it. It spooks the turkey. <laughs> so so RT's freehanding the camera out the left end. <laughs> Keelan's providing the, the the steady rest, and Weston's on it. And about and, and Keelan gets the oh. hammer cocked, and it's like a moment of truth. And Weston goes, "I can't see the turkey because the palmetto bush, Dad." <laughs> Keelan's he's going. He's thinking back to you know all morning long. Three called three called one in three times, and then five he's birds. Like, the- he's like he's like shoot through the palmetto bush. <laughs> that so he, TSS is going to have no problem. <laughs> he eats him up. Keelan said, he said that palmetto bush looked like a piece of pattern in paper. He said, you can see the perfect pattern of that 410. Blew a hole out the side oh, of the, 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 the pop-up blind and turkey goes to flopping. And so at, you know, 415. That's awesome. We get a text. We're sitting around. And uh, just hanging out at the house, enjoying the beautiful afternoon. Keelan texted and said, man, we got him killed. And we're, celebration began at that That's point. That's awesome. But, uh, when when they went out there and got the turkey, Weston said, uh, well, I know one thing, Dad. I yelped that one up. <laughs> <laughs> so, no doubt about so it. So he and Trip were both really proud. That's They fun. both killed their Osceola. And you got, I got to, I, I mean, I got to admit, they, they both, both yelped up their both turkey. Both yelped so. them up. Uh, I'm not sure how many more times I'm going to let him yelp, but, uh, you know, it's one of those funny things. You can do everything right, quote unquote, right. And you can do everything wrong. And it'll, it's just, sometimes it's just going to happen. Absolutely. Every turkey's got a day he's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you've said that a bunch and it's true. And you just have to, you know, the thing is with, with kids or, or, uh, even adults, you know, you just have to, um, the thing about hunting and turkey hunting is you just have to always kind of be prepared. I heard Dave Owen say on a mm. on a podcast the other day, from the moment he gets out of the truck until he gets back in it, you have to assume and act like and think there's a turkey that's listening to me and seeing me yeah. right now, whether they are or not. Yeah. You know, but if you act like that, then you're always prepared. Yeah. And we've been trying to get the boys to think that way. And one of the first turkey hunts I ever went on was actually with you and you and Pentner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I might have actually even. I thought y'all were just joking with me, giving me a hard time. Like, oh, yeah, I saw the cameraman. But when I went back and looked at the footage, like, he definitely. He went, at 55 yards and looked straight over there yeah. and turned, no, around, he, turned he, into a, <laughs> looked he, like Homer Simpson going back into the, into the bush. Into yeah. bushes. No, he definitely saw me. <laughs> um, but, you know, live and learn and, you know. Yeah. But one of the things that Pender said is, you know, when we picked up, it's not like, well, okay, and just, you know, boogie back onto the truck. I mean, we – we hunted back to the truck. Oh, the, the whole way. way. Yep. And, I mean, even, you know, and just about the time we were like, okay, it's over. Then we go around one more bend and yep. a couple hens get up. Yep. And then, you know, I left yep. my keys. Yep. And then I ended up, we That's went right. back and then that. there were some hens fighting. And I was like, guys, there's yep. hens. You know, we yep. went back in there to see if maybe. And yep. Anyway, different different story, but hunting it back to the truck's important. Yep. And I heard an old man that told me one time, you you hunt you kind of you call and hunt and walk like when you're looking for a bird you treat it a little bit like Hansel and Gretel and, and leave uh you know leave breadcrumbs mm-hmm. and so you try to maybe you try to make a big loop but towards you know if possible you'd love to go all the way out one way and come back retrace your steps back yeah because what happens is that there's a lot of times especially in public woods where you may strike a bird but he may not gobble at you you cut and call and yelp at him. And he may very well be coming to check you out. Just kind of doing a big loop around yep. you? Or? Well, no, no, no. Like, just imagine a straight line. Okay. Like, if you could walk two miles out one straight line, yeah. call about every 200 yards, mm-hmm. you're you're leaving breadcrumbs every place you 
I you gotcha. call. Yeah, so when you get to the end, if you turned around and came back, you'd be surprised how many times you'll find a goblin turkey at one of those spots that you left. That's he amazing. comes there, he's not goblin, and he's like, all right, you know, woman, where are you at? You know, yeah. he's goblin. Had it happen a bunch of times. My uncle taught me that. That's really cool. I See, okay, on, a, on an episode, maybe the next one, just because a lot more seasons are starting yep. to really kick up, I'd love to do a okay a Q and A thing or just like a scenario based because you said something even where there's gobblers out front and then Keelan and then those Jakes got in between you and then there's you mm-hmm. and Ian. You know, I wouldn't necessarily have known not to for y'all just to totally be quiet because those Jakes might come. But mm-hmm. my, part of me goes, well, what does that matter if the Jakes come to you? Are they going to spook the gobbler too? Like, I mean, so could, there's just kind of like having the Jake, having him having the Jake in play with Keelan is better yeah. than having the Jake not in play with Keelan. So, okay. so we would rather be invisible and let Keelan be the center of attention between two. Because see, here's the thing: if those Jakes break and they start coming to Keelan, so they may start making a bunch of that may make the gob- gobbler exactly okay. Because okay. if the hens are with the Jake and the the gobbler's like, oh no 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 no, y'all aren't cutting in, you know, I got gotcha. that's better. Than, yeah. than See, the Jakes being with us. I would just but, love to talk. I mean, just well, a here's couple the thing. You know, here's the cool thing about that. Okay, we got a couple guys on our team that are far more experienced than me. Yeah, I got plenty of gray hairs, and I've killed a truckload of them. But I mean, let's get Josh and Hunter oh, get Wallace Josh. And, I want to Kevin Taylor. I want to talk yeah. to Boozer. I want to talk to a lot of guys because Boozer said something to me when we were in Florida that I thought was interesting. Is people you need to hunt a turkey like your personality. Mm-hmm. And if you kind of act against type, you probably it's not going to work. Well, you know, yep, going to work for you. So you need to hunt the way you are. Yep. And so I'd like to talk it's about that. It's just like fishing. You mm-hmm. know, you got some guys they're worm fishing finesse freaks. You got other guys like Kevin Van Dam. Kevin Van Dam ain't throwing a twelve inch worm in a hundred mm-hmm. foot of water and slow crawling. He's throwing a suspended, you know, Rapala four inch stick bait, you know, yeah. or a crank bait or a yeah. spinner bait. Like he's a he fishes quick yeah. and you know and so. Bass fishermen are that same way. They've yeah. got a style, and play they know their, their deal, play and they strength. play to their strengths. Right? Yeah, it's totally true. But talking turkey tactics, and yeah, I think that would be a really fun episode. That would and, be a fun episode. Okay. Long answers to short Long turkey questions. Long answers to short questions, part two. <laughs> yeah. So um, we also need to do one just you know while we're talking about future episodes. One of the things that I always get, and we get a lot of feedback on, is just conversation about kids. Yeah, and yeah. We, we need to do that because we've got a couple guys in our you know, sphere of, of, I hate calling it a crew, but you know, buddies Yeah, that have spent a lot of time hunting with their kids. And I mean, without diving off into another rabbit trail of things that we're passionate about, dude, taking kids hunting is a big deal. Mm -hmm. And it's not as simple as just taking them hunting. It's making hunting fun for them. Yeah. And a lot of us, you know, we glorify, you know, the guy who can, an all day sit in a deer stand or mm-hmm. you know uh, grinding in you know 20 degrees and snow and rain and blah 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 yeah. you know but for but for getting a kid hooked on it yeah and for making sure that it's going to be fun for you and your kid for a long time fun's got to kind of be the 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 bottom denominator totally. you know totally and so uh, and then balancing that fun with also like yeah. working hard thing a thing accomplished right like yep how like how do you balance fun and effort yep and 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 mixing in success because yeah. here's the thing you can have fun and take the kid a hundred times but if you don't ever kill a turkey 
or you never shoot a deer or you never shoot some ducks. And so he practices and he kind of participates in all this stuff that he, you think is fun, but you ain't any good at it. Like there's some simple things that you need to do to yeah. increase your own success, your, your kids' success. And so, uh, anyways, that's that's another okay. rabbit trail. But we need so we to got that long answers, to short questions, part two, and then taking kids taking hunting. kids hunting. Yeah, that's awesome. I think those are two really good ones we need to do soon. And okay, it's turkey season though, man. We've I've seen two dead ones already. I've seen a bunch of live yeah. ones. I heard one gobble yesterday on the roost from my house. Yep, I got <clears> I, I got a text from a guy today. I won't say anything because I want him to be able to do the story and everything himself on his own podcast. But I got a message from somebody today. They doubled up and heck yeah, yeah, so awesome, pretty cool. Yeah, and pretty it's cool. it's it looks like we're gonna have some decent weather this weekend. So uh, yeah, I'm hoping to be able to get out this weekend. Yes, yeah. are once. you gonna hunt Friday? Weather's looking bad for Friday. Yeah, it's thunderstorms in the morning. Well, that makes my decision easy. This point in my life, I'm a fair weather hunter. <laughs> Not going hunting in the rain. You know, if it's I can so funny it. though. And again, I guess we're going to digress. But um, gosh, that one that uh, that little Jeff killed with Hunter, that was in or right at some yeah. of the worst weather I've ever. Yeah, but in fairness to that turkey's death and the weather, yeah, we knew the limb he was sleeping on that night. Yeah. And so Hunter Wallace knew the blade of grass he was going to be standing on when he hit that's, the ground. He's that's another a one of those guys different that, yeah. scenario. Okay, fair. And and, it, and there were two ditches and a field. Like there, that turkey was not escaping out of there alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a done deal. Yeah, well, like like Boozer said, you don't want uh, Kevin Taylor hunting you. That's true. Hunter's another one of those guys. You definitely that, don't want Hunter Wallace hunting you. I can goodness gracious! You. So all right, well we could we could keep on going on. I mean, but uh, we won't. So thank (laughs) you for joining us for another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Catch you later. See you on the next one.